May I speak in the words of God, our creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. Please be seated. Names are interesting things, aren't they? I had a friend who uh, has given birth to a new daughter this week and called her Isla. And just in that name of Isla, you can see perhaps who she might become. Names are really important. They give us an identity, not our whole identity, but an identity. For instance, apart from a couple of names like Hillary or Pat, you can usually tell what gender someone is, although that is fluid nowadays. But you can also sometimes tell what nationality someone is. I have a friend called Nicola. He is French. If he was called Nicholas, we would know that he was maybe not French. Or my uh, friend uh, Imam Hassan, we know, is Muslim. There are certain names that give us again, an identity. They say something bigger about us than we could know. And so Moses comes to God and quite rightly says, well, you know, you're asking me to go and do this. This is quite something, actually, this person who stutters, this Moses person who's, you know, actually, I'm really not sure about this. You really want me to go and tell them this? Well, okay, but I need a name. I need... Whose authority am I going in? Who can I tell them has told me to say these words? And God just comes back and says, I am who I am. And basically, don't worry about that, because I am who I am for all time, for all generations, for the generations you will go and speak to now and the generations that will come after you. I am who I am. I am. Okay, says Moses, let's try that one. And as I read these readings, and then that gospel reading, which always um, is a beautiful piece of writing, however many times you read it, and always strikes my soul, I began to think, well, what was, what was Jesus saying when he came and said, I am. So he was picking up that name of God, I am, and reiterating it to the people that he came to speak to about the word of God. What did he say? There are seven I am sayings. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so suddenly, when you put God's talking to Moses and that context, with the context of Jesus and Jesus' sayings, you see that I am gives fully the identity of God. There's no guessing, 
There's no trying to work out what his nationality or his gender is. God doesn't work like that. Simply, I am who I am. You don't need to know what nationality I am. You do not know, need to know what gender. You don't, do not need to know the unimportant things. I am who I am. Stop getting hung up on the unimportant things and work out who I really am. Because if you can work that out with my son, then you can work out who you are, made in the image of me, and you can work out what needs to happen for my kingdom to be here on earth as it is in heaven. I am the bread of life. I nourish you, I nurture you, I feed you, I give you daily bread if you ask for it. I feed you spiritually and nurture you and care for you enough to feed you. I am the light of the world. Jesus says in that gospel reading, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I am light, light of the world. So however dark it gets, however impossible life seems, however burdensome life seems, God is light. And with God there is no darkness. All is light. Even the darkness is light. I am the light of the world and I love you enough to come and be that light in your life if you will accept it. I am the door or sometimes the gate. I am the way into life. You don't have to open it. You don't have to go through. It's possibly quite a narrow door but I'm here, I am the entrance to life. I am the good shepherd. I will lay down my life for you. I will guide you and again, nurture you and love you. And I will search for you when you get lost. And I will bring you home. I am the resurrection and the life. Death is overcome. Death is no more than a moment. Resurrection and life lie beyond. And actually, resurrection and life lie here in this moment, in these times, even when we can only see death and mourning even when we can only see the destruction of things that we love and care about. Resurrection and life do come in the form of faith, but also in the form of friendship, of neighbours, of community, of those who support and love us. I am the way, the truth and the life. Truth isn't a set of laws. The truth is love. 
The truth isn't, you must be like this or you will not be accepted. The truth is, I have come to dwell with you, to lay down my life for you because I love you so much that I am offering you a way to live your life, a life that will bring you fullness. All of these statements give us an identity of God. We don't need a name as such. I am is all we need to hear. And then there's an eighth I am statement. Comes later in the Gospel of John. And Jesus is arguing with the Pharisees and the scribes about where he has come from and how he can call God Father. And they question that he is not even 50 years old and how could he possibly know what he's talking about? And his response is, truly, truly I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Remember in the Exodus reading, Moses is told by God, go and say that I am the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And that is to demonstrate to them that he is the God who has promised faithfully to build a nation that is more numerous than the stars and more numerous than the sand on the shore. But Jesus here says something really controversial. Before Abraham was, I am. How can that be when he's 31, maybe 32 at this stage? Abraham is thousands of years previously. Before Abraham was, I am. For those who are listening with their ears truly open, they will have heard that same name, I am. Basically, Jesus is saying, I was God. I was at the beginning of all things, and out of all me came all things. The identity of God is bound up in these I am statements. And we, like Moses, perhaps on some days are left thinking, how can I witness to all of this? How do I go and tell people who really don't want to know about God, about the I am in my life? Yesterday, I had to go and do a risk assessment for uh, the consultation event at St. Stephen's. And I stood waiting for my colleague who was coming to do that with me. And a couple of people walked by and said, this is shocking, this is terrible, that you're even thinking about demolishing the building and building something new here. And I said, yes, I agree, and yes, it's a beautiful building, and yes, there have been many people's lives touched by this, but it has been shut for 11 years. We have tried to get people in the community to be interested in it, to 
do something different with it. And now we need about £600,000 to even make it safe, let alone convert it or do anything else with it. That is £600,000 that the diocese do not have, for sure. I don't know about you, but I don't have that kicking around either. And he turned to me and he said, yes, but they're not demolishing mosques and temples, are they? And I said, no, they're not. But my friend Imam Hassan has a thousand people, over a thousand people who go to the mosque on Friday for prayers. And all of them give generously to the upkeep of the mosque and to the life and the ministry of the mosque. And so I invited him to come to church. And he turned around and said, no, it's all right, love, that's not for me. If we cannot invite people to know I am, and we cannot invite people to come to church, however many times they say, no, love, that's not for me, then sadly, our churches will start to go missing in our community. And it is really sad about St. Stephen's, but I hope if I look at that statement, I am the resurrection and the life, out of death comes life and something new and something new for the community that we can be involved in, that the church can have a hand in. And so I am just comes in a different form. The question is whether people will still say, nah, love, it's not for me. I pray earnestly that people, because perhaps because of the pandemic, may recognise their need for I am, for nurture, for light, for life, for guidance, for resurrection, for truth, and for love, for the God who carries our burdens and was there before the beginning of the world and will be there at the end. Amen.